Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Five money-wasting, business-destroying mistakes you are probably making. That's the topic of today's show. I've read Julie's notes. These are all really great points. All of our points on our podcast are always designed to keep you guys focused on being of service to others and making money, not just money, but making a profit. And today's show is really going to be a great drill-down reminder for a lot of you. Julie, welcome to today's show. Yes, thank you so much. I always uh, love sharing the show with you and helping these guys move forward I agree that these are, you know, these are points that we use in our TFW challenge, as well as some from our book and certainly from daily coaching calls. So hopefully these are not just good thoughts, but things to implement, take action and move forward on. So I'm looking forward to it. Okay. So a bunch of reminders, three, not a bunch, I guess that's just a couple. If you're a premier coaching member, Premier Coaching, Premier Coaching Plus, Premier Coaching VIP. If you're in any of those programs and you've not completed your pre-listing pack, um, we want to let you know that the intern, our marketing gal who does these for you guys on the side, she has cut the price in half for the month of April. So if your PLP is not done yet, um, you just need to go to uh, basically log into the website and click the button and use the uh, discount code APRIL50. I'm not sure if the word APRIL has to be capitalized as in the A, but try it both ways. So April 50, and we'll get you your PLP for half off. Uh, so that's announce, announcement number one. And Julie's going to announce that again on the uh, Premier Coaching session that happens right after this. Uh, number two, we have a lot of Premier Coaching members that are interested in upgrading from Premier Coaching into Premier Coaching Plus and VIP. We don't talk about it hardly at all because, frankly, we don't need to. There's a huge demand for it. But the gist is, is when you move up, this is for all the Premier Coaching members. Um, so from when you go from Premier Coaching, which a lot of you uh, naturally transition from Premier Coaching and then you want to have your own private coach, that's the difference. So with Premier Coaching, you uh, I'm sorry, with Premier Coaching Plus, and Premier Coaching VIP, you get your own private coach that has been personally trained by Julie and I, uh, somebody who we've hand-selected for you based on, uh, frankly, based on your behavior in Premier Coaching um, and a conversation you'll have with one of our, uh, our enrollment coaches. So that's basically the way it works. So we personally assign somebody to you. Um, and the last thing is a reminder, the Harris VIP Mastermind that's taking place the last Saturday in July. Uh, we think we're going to add another 10 or 20 seats. We're not sure, but do go to Harris VIP Mastermind. The price was increased accidentally, but I've reduced the price again. So just go to Harris VIP Mastermind and secure your seat. And remember guys, we have um, Ryan Halliday is going to be our speaker in the afternoon. And he's the guy that's written a lot of great books. The one that we always suggest all of you read um, is the, well, there's two, the obstacle is the way. And the other one that we really like is ego is the enemy. So you've heard us talk about those books before on this podcast. Well, he's agreed to be our guest speaker in the afternoon. A lot of you will, I mean, frankly, he's, I think, one of the brightest minds when it comes to thinking about these sort of obscure topics and breaking them down and using modern language and a way of thinking so that frankly, everyone can easily understand it. So Julie, anyone you'd like to recognize and uh, show some special appreciation for? Well, I very much especially appreciate Sasha Allen on our Facebook page. 
writing, hosting my first open house. It's pouring down rain today in one of our favorite places, Monterey, California. But that didn't stop two people from coming in. And Tim, you and I have actually walked around this condo development, the kind of funky um, hovering right over the beach. You and I walked I around remember one day looking at these condos. Yep. Yeah, they're brown. Well, this is where yep. her open house was. So the first open house, get this. Pouring down rain, only two people came in, but one of them wants to list her condo as a result of this open house. So nice job taking action, Sasha Allen. You just never know who's going to walk in that open house door, but it's more likely to happen when you actually make yourself do it, even though I'm sure you were doing what you didn't want to do when you didn't want to do it on a super rainy day in Monterey. So there you go. I had to just recognize that shout out since we're very familiar with that particular project. Uh, let's see. Over to Amazon. If you guys don't have your Harris Rules book yet, it's super easy to do. Amazon.com, of course. You can download it to your device. You can get your hard copy book, or you can listen to it on Audible. Super easy to do. Here's a quick review from Sophia, who writes, I'm only on Chapter 5. It's taken me a while to digest all that was said. Beginning with Chapter 1, it's really given me some clear directive on the mindset necessary for me to be a great agent. That, that chapter helped me to put things in perspective and to sort through some of my mindset, mind blocks, things that I was having as an agent, thereby limiting my success. Chapter 2 helped me realize that I was on the right track. The next two chapters have helped me with some step-by-step -step practical approaches to my craft, including time management. I've always been good at time management, but with real estate being such an on-demand business, it's hard to stay focused, and this really helps. I can't wait to dive into the rest of the book. So thank you for that uh, to Sophia on the reviews. Hey, Joyce. Let's see. Over 300 Julie, she reviews. Just said Yes. Hey, she just said, yeah, over 300 five-star reviews. She just said something. I want to talk about it real quick because it's a really good point. Real estate's not an on-demand business. And uh, if you treat it like an on-demand business, you're never going to make any money. Yeah. Because what happens is you become what we, you be, you have, that's right. You'll get abused and you, your buyers will abuse you. Other agents will abuse you. It's not an on-demand business. That's not, you cannot think of yourself, Howard Britton used to say, as a Pop-Tart agent. You know, basically, you know, somebody calls you out and you pop up and you go. So here's the thought. You need to work around having a schedule, and that schedule is uh, part of the book uh, that you get when you request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. The book is Real Estate Treasure Map. But you need to at least schedule your morning. And when you schedule your morning and you don't allow yourself to be a Pop-Tart agent, you'll get a hell of a lot more done. The mornings are always suggested because generally speaking, everybody feels better in the morning. Generally speaking, you're freshly rested. Generally speaking, your hormones are in balance. There's a whole bunch of physiological and psychological reasons why you want to do the most important things you have to do every day in the morning. Now, what are the most important things, Coach Tim? They are lead generation. They are pre-qualifying. They are um, presenting, negotiating, and closing. Or more specifically, what we really want you to focus on is the lead generation and the pre-qualifying, and obviously lead follow-up. If you do those three things around the schedule that we suggest to you in the real estate treasure map, there is virtually no chance that you're not going to be incredibly successful because so many other agents fall prey to believing that this is an on-demand business. So remember I told you that. Now, on-demand thinking, sorry if I'm drilling down on this too much, but it's a really good point. I think that'll benefit everyone. Um, that is also something that is a problem when you are a buyer's agent because the buyer will threaten just to go elsewhere. So you need to take control of that relationship and you need to ask that buyer pre-qualification uh, questions using our pre-qualification scripts. So you determine whether they're worth your time. So many of you guys enter into these relationships with these buyers trying to basically earn their business and prove that you're worth working for or working with. 
And that's really a horrible mindset to have when you're approaching these buyers who, by the way, many of which aren't motivated or unqualified. So do consider not wasting your time if they don't answer the questions on the buyer pre-qualification script, which is part of Premier Coaching completely. If they're not, you know, if, if they're not exclusive to you, don't work with them. If they have a house to sell and it's not listed with you, don't work with them. If they're not completely approved, don't work with them. If they don't have realistic expectations, don't work with them. I mean, there's a whole bunch of others too. And then what you'll find is that you are wasting your time with time wasters and the money that you weren't making was because you did not leave enough time for the the folks that would be happy, happy to do business with you. So what we're going to be talking today is five money-wasting, business-destroying mistakes you are probably making. But your homework from today's session is going to be to go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com and request a free coaching call. So Julie, jump right in. Yes. So I don't know if these guys, the, our listeners and our coaching clients, the coaching clients certainly know, but many of our podcasts always sort of round the bend with this first point about being a listing agent. These are mistakes that, that many of you are making. Number one, never really learned to be a listing agent or never learned to compete on listings that are not referrals. A lot of you will say things like, well, I've taken every listing I've gone on. Okay, that's great. Congratulations. And then the coach drills down and, and asks where have those deals come from? Well, they're, they're all referrals or their friends, their family, their center of influence. And that's fine while that works, but everybody comes to a screeching halt and a speed limit in their business when you've already sold all of those listings for your friends, your relatives, and your referrals. That's not predictable or duplicatable. In order to reach predictability and duplicatability, you have to learn to compete. So there's two levels to this. One is not learning to list at all and maybe living in fear of it because you haven't done much of it. And then secondly, the agents that have you know, gotten listings and sold them, but only referrals. So what do you do? We have to learn and follow the seven-step listing process. We've done a podcast dedicated solely to that. This requires that you have a pre-qualification script. Tim, you were just talking about that with buyers, certainly with listings as well, that you actually ask questions. Pre-listing package, critical. And in the month of April, we're even helping you get it done at a 50% discount. I mean, other than doing it for you, that's pretty good. Listing presentation and, of course, proven scripts. This also requires you to be competent in pricing and not losing a listing over price if the homeowner, assuming the homeowner is motivated. We have a rule that if they have to sell, you have to list it, assuming that they're, you know, not being jerky with you or something unusual. Okay? So if they have to sell, you have to list it. Yes. Yep. Well, that's all point yeah, so, so, right but, okay. yeah, right. Well, but but guys, listen, the, the what she's trying to tell you is there is a seven step listing process. It's part of pre it's part of the premier coaching program. You need to learn it, the takeaway from this and basically all of our other shows is always going to be put all your best energies every single day on being a powerful listing agent. Uh, here we are, April. How many of you even have a listing lead, let alone know what to do with ones you might generate? How many of you have driven past FISBOs today? How many of you basically are ignoring learning how to become a listing agent because you're buying buyer leads again? You've fallen back into that same trap. That's what it is, and you know it. If you're new in the business, you don't realize that buying buyer leads is a trap. Well, once you save yourself the effort and accept the fact that it is, 
and accept the fact that you can generate listings. You can become a listing agent right out of the gates. Why not? Why would you waste your time with all these time-wasting buyers when you can focus on becoming a listing agent? It doesn't make sense. Point number two, point number two is never really learned how to generate your own leads versus buying them or waiting for real estate gods to send you a new referral or repeat client. What to do? What to do? You have to understand understand our concept of the spokes on the wheel for lead generation and start making or and taking your spokes seriously. Don't just dabble, become the best. Remember, the accumulation effect works for you or against you regarding lead generation. You're either self-employed or self-unemployed every day, depending on your actions. So the lead generation wheel concept is very simple. You uh, imagine an old bicycle wheel. That bicycle wheel has spokes on it. If you have one spoke and that wheel is rolling down the road on the front of your bike and it hits a little pebble in the road, it's not going to have any integrity to it or strength to it and that wheel will collapse. Make sense? Well, that's the reason ultimately what you want is seven. Well, ideally you want seven strong spokes, but the first spokes you put on the wheel should all be ones that are uh, lead generation uh, spokes that you are generating yourself that are proactive versus passive, i.e. not buying leads. When you make your primary spokes on your wheel, those that are proactive versus passive, you have control of your business. You're not beholden to somebody else to toss a fish on your plate so you can eat dinner that day. You can go out and get your own business every single day. Your perspective on not just this business, but life in general completely changes because you realize you can finally have a sense of freedom, guys, in your business, but also in your life. This is how that you can go from living like we did. We had an email of someone asking us, why did you guys move from Columbus, Ohio to Texas? Well, we got to uh, Texas after spending some time in other states. But the real question is, why did we move from Columbus, Ohio? That was his question. Well, the real question was, how, what, how is it that we could move from Columbus, Ohio? And the answer is really quite simple. We could move from Columbus, Ohio because we had our skill, our skill set we had on getting listings was versatile. We could live wherever we wanted to live. It wasn't dependent on marketing. It wasn't dependent on branding. It wasn't dependent on buying buyer leads. And that's how it is with many of our top coaching clients. I could take one of our top coaching clients from doesn't, you know, Columbus, Ohio, and I could plop them down in Laguna Beach, California, and within a very short period of time, using the same skill set they already developed, within probably 90 days, they could start taking listings. You guys can't do that if your business is dependent on branding and geographic farming and all these other passive things. So I want you to really think about that. Do you want to be dependent or do you want to be independent? Because really where this leads to is do you want to be rich or do you always want to be somebody that's beholden to somebody else to basically help you make ends meet? Because that is really at the end of the day what you're, I assume you got in this business for freedom, financial freedom, but also freedom of your lifestyle. Really, ultimately, that's what this is all about. So the last bit on point number two is follow the daily schedule you're created in your real estate treasure map, which reflects lead generation, lead follow-up, pre-qualifying, presenting, negotiating, and closing. Point number three, Julie. Yes, point number three, or mistake number three that they've never embraced is being accountable to anything for any reason for some of our listeners, financial, skills, following a schedule, et cetera. Instead of avoiding accountability, and it's so funny, so many people when they join coaching say they do it for accountability, and then you hold them accountable and, you know, like miss a call, they're hiding out. So that's called avoiding accountability. Instead of acting like that, adopt a simple phrase. It goes like this. If it's meant to be, it's up to me. In other words, it's not up to your broker, the market, the real estate gods, the interest rates, the time of year, or who's president. There's always an upcoming holiday and big weekend why agents don't want to work, even if it's like President's Day or something. No, replace with, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. Own it. We did a podcast not too long ago about it's your fault. 
It's always your fault. Even if it's not really your fault, when you look at it that way and you own it, you have a completely different mindset. So what do you do? Don't just have a schedule. So many of you guys have done it in the treasure map or you went to a workshop or your office manager handed you a schedule. You have a schedule. That's not enough. Follow a schedule which reflects your goals. 80% of your day should be in lead generation and lead follow-up, 10% on appointments, and 10% getting ready, working on, and studying. Earn while you learn. Most agents, it's flip-flopped. 80% of their time is not in lead generation. It's doing something that kind of sort of looks like work, like caravan, looking up stuff on the MLS, all that kind of thing. Looks like work, but in reality, it's not lead generation. 80% of your day should be generating leads and following up on them. Would you agree with that, Tim? Yeah, absolutely. But not just leads in general, guys. You need to be focusing on generating listing leads. And you need to clear from your mind the idea that listing leads are hard to get. They're not. They're easy to get. Um, you, I'll tell you what's hard to get is information on how to go after the listing leads because most everybody, certainly the people that are also selling you guys information on building your businesses, what are they focused on? They're focused on all the passive stuff. Okay, quick moment of truth. Ding, ding. Moment of truth, Bell. Why is it you guys are so addicted and attracted to the passive? Why? It's not a hard question. Why, 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 why? Why do you want someone to stand in front of you and tell you about all these passive ways to generate business, even though, you know, they don't really work for shit? Why is it that you guys want to believe that? Be honest with yourself. Why is it that you want to believe that you can buy your leads? Why is it you want to believe that you basically can, you know, do passive marketing and have your leads pour into you? Why is it that you want to believe you don't have to really actually learn how to be a skilled sales professional? Why is that? Now, here's the thing I want you to realize because the answer is obvious, because you want to work, you don't want to work as hard, because you want to believe there's an easier path, because you believe at some core level that there's not nobility and hard work. You believe at some core level, or you're being sold to believe that only dumb people work hard. But it's easy. You can why would you do that if you could do all these crafty Facebook ads and you can buy your business? So here's what I want you guys to realize. That is a very seductive message. And it's easy to sell, and we'll never do it. We never do do it. Telling you guys to build teams, telling you guys to do all this marketing stuff, telling you guys to work on your logo or build your brand or all this other stuff. It's very easy for us to say that. It's very, for, from a coaching, training, selling stuff to agents perspective, that shit sells itself. Why? Because it makes it so agents think they don't actually have to do what they don't want to do and they don't want to do it at the highest level. And I'm going to say this, and I mean this, and don't parse my words when you guys are quoting us. That stuff is mostly an elegant lie. Not a complete lie, but it's mostly a lie. It's mostly bullshit that is sold to you guys so that you will be seduced into believing that you don't have to do what you don't want to do and you don't want to do it at the highest level. It's the same, you know, it'd be similar to, and there are people that do this, who try to sell you on taking some supplement that'll cause you to magically lose weight, even though you know that the reason that you're fat is because you don't work out and you eat the wrong foods. So you know what they're telling you is a lie, but you still go out and buy it. Isn't that interesting? I mean, our lives are full of stuff like that, aren't they? So if you guys want to, here's, here's a little interesting thing that nobody knows. This is the reason why, frankly, going after listings is easier than you think, because everybody else is so seduced by that. So everyone else is so seduced by the passive. Everyone else is so seduced by the idea that they never have to learn how to do anything that, the, you know, they'll always go for the passive. If you go for the stuff that requires skill, the proactive stuff, the, and you adopt the mindset of doing what you don't want to do and you don't want to do at the highest level is your, frankly, your that is truly the only path to where you want to go. If you become the person that lives by those words, 
what you'll discover is that you have ver virtually no competition because hardly anybody else is willing to do it. Who do you know, honestly, in your life that basically does what they don't want to do when they don't want to do it at the highest level every single day? Most people will spend their entire lives avoiding actually having to do what they don't want to do when they don't want to do it at the highest level. They might start doing what they don't want to do when they don't want to do it at the highest level, but they don't stay on that path for very long. You're like that, aren't you? So if you're not liking the person you've become, like your lifestyle, if, you don't, if you're not financially where you're, it, it, all those things, if you go down the list of the compromises that you're making every single day in your life, the next thought should be, it's simply because I've been making, not completely, but I've been making mostly the wrong decisions about how I utilize my time professionally. I'm not going to expand beyond that. And I've been essentially trying to uh, uh, shortcut the real work. I've not yet learned, adopted, uh, bonded with the idea that I have to do what I don't want to do and I don't want to do it at the highest level. When you do that, guys, you will virtually, you'll find you won't have any competition. You think that there's a bunch of people chasing the listings, but there aren't because the agents don't know how. They don't have the skills. Now, they'll mail them things. They'll do passive stuff like that, but the sellers just throw it out. If you're the one that's willing to do the real work, look, Julie and I, our first year in the business, sold over 100 houses. We are in our early 20s, right out of college. Now we're in our, I don't know, I'll be generous, mid-40s. So it was a long time ago, but everything, everything that we asked you guys to do was based on our own personal experience, not some made up thing that we you know, heard somebody else say. And obviously we've had, I don't even know how many coaching calls at this point, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of coaching calls with agents. What we're telling you is a fact. It's not theory. Think about that for a second. So look, you have a choice right now, April 4th. You have a choice to make right now. And you could be listening to this and replay six months from now and the choice is still valid. Are you going to continue to allow yourself to rationalize being lazy and trying to look for the easy path? Or are you going to suck it up and accept the fact before you net let another moment in your life pass that you everything that you want in your life, the body you want, the money you want, the relationships you, you want, the stuff you want, the lifestyle you want, all those types of things come on the other side of the acceptance of the fact that a lot of the stuff that you have to do to get what you really truly want in life is going to require, you know what I'm going to say, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Don't fight it, guys. Stop resisting it. And you will find yourself alone when you make that decision because everyone else is basically, most people do not know how to work hard. They never had to work hard. In one way or another, they've been spoiled their entire lives. Don't succumb to that weakness. Do the exact opposite and your life will change. It always does. You know what I'm saying is true. There's not a single, I'm not, this, Julie and I are not some sort of prophets. We're not gurus. <laughs> we're just mirroring in what you already know. You already know what we're saying is intuitively true. It's resonating with you. You know, it's, you know, absolutely positively that when you fall, you know, focus, follow one course until successful. And then when you do make sure you're following a course that will get you to be the point where it's successful, make sure that course is proven. And when you do your life changes, number four, Julie, and then number five, let's go through them really quick. I know we, you have like three minutes. Yes. Well, number four, you just touched on physical health, nutrition, weight, et cetera, general complacency, what to do about it. Remember the schedule. We always go back to that. Where is your workout in the schedule? What is your physical plan? Are you actively working on nutrition and body or are you passive and letting it do whatever it's going to do? We complain and moan all the time about Orange Theory Fitness, but guess what? It works check out the private Facebook page. We post on there all the time. So that was my quick run through of that. Point number five, 
Cash flow versus cash spurts. Can't seem to get into consistent income month in and month out. What to do about it? Only do the things that matter every day. Lead generation, lead follow-up, pre-qualify, present, negotiate, close, lather, rinse, repeat. Your cash spurts are representative of your work spurts. It's very obvious when we talk to coaching clients and, you know, they're on this roller coaster ride when we look at what they're actually doing on a consistent or inconsistent daily basis versus what their cash flow or cash spurts looks like. I mean, look back historically over your best months versus your worst months. Usually it goes like this. You get a bunch of stuff in contract. The next month you work on keeping it in contract, inspections and financing and, oh, my, all of these fires to put out and walkthroughs. And meanwhile, you weren't doing anything to generate business for the next 30 days. So it's good month, hold it together month, followed by starvation. Sound familiar to some of you guys? It's because your workflow is not consistent. Yes, you're working, of course, holding the deal together and things of that nature is certainly work, but it should not be at the expense of doing things that keep you in the flow. That is the quintessential top producer challenge, and that's why many people get into coaching to get help with that. So make your own declaration of success. Remember our TFW plan, total effing war. Decide what you're going to do. These are five points you can declare war on. Declare war on not really being a kick-ass listing agent. Fix that. Declare war on never learned how to generate my own leads, sick of paying for leads, buying leads, waiting for the real estate gods to drop them on your plate. Being accountable. Stop avoiding it. Physical health, nutrition, and weight. Here's the thing. I just had a great conversation with one of our agents in Vancouver about this. It's very fascinating to see the relationship between physical health and fiscal health because all of it gets down to having good habits. It's amazing. I mean, almost without, I can't even think of an example where this doesn't work. Our best coaching clients who are on track or ahead almost all the time are generally the same ones that are following a health and fitness regimen, who are not eating crap, who are working on that actively. There's something about the habit to it. So declare war on these things that you've been avoiding. Cash flow versus cash spurts. How much longer do you want to live like that? Decide that it's going to be flow and not spurts and make your actions. We've mentioned a daily schedule many, many times on this call. I'm sure that's going to come up on Premiere in about four minutes. We'll be discussing that. <laughs> uh, but, of course, mm -hmm. it is also in the Harris Rules book. So if you haven't gotten that book and followed the coaching in it, no excuses. Get over to Amazon and do that. If you have not been going on listings where you know you have to compete because you know you can't compete because you don't have a pre-listing package that defends you when somebody says, what makes you so different? Why should I list with you versus Bob that I golf with every day or versus Jenny who sold me the house in the first place? If you've been avoiding stuff like that, which means you're also avoiding some lead follow-up and certainly prospecting, get your pre-listing package done. Okay, Half off in the month of April. Come on. I don't want to beg you to get it done so you can be more successful. But basically, we're helping you at the best level we can to get that done. So declare war on these things that you've been avoiding. You'll feel a lot better on the other side of it. Anything you want to add to that, Tim? I've got a Rinda premiere. Uh, no, I mean, guys, listen, get the book, Harris Rules. And it's not an expensive book. It's, I don't even know how much Amazon. Amazon, by the way, sets the price. We don't. I think it's 15 bucks, might be 10 bucks. I have no idea. Get the book and um, consume it. D you guys, so many of you, we get emails from you and you guys will ask us all these questions. I can tell when you've been to some 
seminar or some office meeting where someone's come in there with their big egos and basically flashed you with this long list of all this bullshit you really don't need to even be thinking about. You got to build your brand. You got to build your site. You got to have IDEX on your site. You got to choose your CRM. You got to make your drip campaigns. You have to build your logo. You have to build your team. You have to do this. You have to do these other things. I mean, OMG, it's no wonder you guys don't get anything done because you're being told to do a bunch of stuff that doesn't actually put you in a position to help people make money. Hey, I'll give you guys a little aside, really, Freddie. 99.9% of all that crap you don't need to do. I'll go as far as to say, nowadays, oh, this will piss people off, but nowadays you probably need a personal agent website. You're never going to get listed, indexed in uh, Google anyway. No one's ever going to find it unless they go directly to it. No one's ever going to go directly to it. So just have a Facebook business page, or better yet, hopefully your broker's got a decent web presence, and that's all you really need. Seriously, don't why waste money and time on it? I had somebody send me this ridiculously long email about all the different IDEX solutions that they were considering. And I told them, I asked them who in their right mind would land on some little peon agent's website to search for houses when they could go to Zillow or Realtor.com or a broker's website. Who's going to go to your website to search? Nobody. Why are you thinking, why have you wasted this much time? And why are you about to commit to spending $500 a month to some IDEX feed or whatever it was? It's ridiculous the things you guys think you have to do. The only thing you have to do in this business, truthfully, this is the bottom line, is learn how to become a powerful listing agent. Know what your magic number of listings is at all times. Five listings, 10 listings, three listings, 20 listings. And just focus all your best energies on that. If you suck at everything else, other than lead generating, pre-qualifying, negotiating, closing deals. If you suck at everything else, and, but all you're only good at being a listing agent, you will make a fortune. Fortune. You do not need a team. You might need one or two assistants, depending on how many listings you, uh, listings you have. But that's it. Everything else you guys are being told and sold, you got to see it for what it is. Does it move you towards your goal or away from your goal? It, are there things out there that you're being told you need to do to build your brand? What does that even mean? Do you even know? Oh, no. Hold on, Tim. <laughs> hold on. Everybody talks about building their brand. Well, okay. Does that still, does that make it right? Because everyone talks about building their brand. Your brand in real estate doesn't mean shit. I'll, guys, look, you will, nobody, if you would, you could spend a billion dollars on your brand in your market. And then if you were to stop marketing your brand in your market, after usually 90 days, your phone would stop ringing. Your brand has no value. What has value is the services you provide to other people through the sale of their houses. You don't need a brand in order to basically sell listings. You don't. You need to know have the skill set to help pe solve people's problems. Think about that for a second. If you guys wanted to go and, well, I don't know, you had to go to a dentist, okay? You have some dental problem. Oh, I don't even like that example. <laughs> Let's do something less, a little bit less knock. Okay, how about this? Your trees, I'm looking out my window, your trees develop some sort of fungal infection. Sounds kind of gross, but it happens. So you need to go and find somebody who's a fungal infection expert for your trees. You love your trees. You know, little squirrels live in your trees, the whole thing. Like, a, you know, your trees are a big part of your property. These, this fungal infection is going to kill your trees. So there's somebody in your market that does a ton of marketing for his, the fact that he's a tree expert. You call this person out and then they're like, you, they get there and you realize they don't know shit about what they proposed that they did. They, you ask them for proof that they did with you or whatever. They have no tall hat, no cows, they call it in Texas. In other words, they acted like they had a skill set that they didn't have. You cannot fake it. Ultimately, the tree guy 
is going to expose himself for being ignoramus, despite the fact they spent all this money to market himself as the tree guy. You guys following me on this conceptually, at least? Maybe not the greatest example, but you get the concept. The way you build your business, and when you talk to any top producer and you listen to our superstar interviews, when you hear these guys talk about where the business comes from, you know where it comes from. It doesn't come from their branding. It doesn't come from their website or their logo or their team. Their business comes from their having done a great job for other customers. I know that boggles the brain. But if you guys, for example, today, we're make a, you know, hold yourself accountable to going and let's just choose something easy that all of you can do. Go after one unrepresented owner, a.k.a. FISBO. One! Knock on their door, call them, just one. And you were to get those, that person to list with you, and you were to do a great job, sell their house. And let's say you don't double-end it. Let's say you don't get any buyers off of it. And let's say that seller doesn't end up buying another house from you. Chances are you will get at least two or three more transactions from other people having seen you sold that, that, you sold that house. Neighbors will call. You know, you'll get other downstream business from it. That's the way it always works. So when you take any top producer and you break down their, you know, for every 100 deals or 50 deals that they do, and you look to see what their source of their business was, it was almost always from business that they've already done. Where, does most, where do most of them get their business from? Eventually, they get virtually all their business from the past clients and centers of influence that have done in business. But every single top producer we've ever coached who has consistent cash flow, they also proactively lead generate. They prospect. So they'll go and say for every 100 transactions, probably 50 of which came from their proactively chasing the listing opportunities, picking up the phone, soliciting, doing their jobs, being a sales professional, helping other people solve their problems, doing what they, not, doing what they didn't want to do and they didn't want to do at the highest level. That's where most of their business comes from. That's the fact, guys. And then you'll ask, well, where these deals came from? Where it was the original source for that business? They'll say, well, that was a source from Bob. Or that was a referral from, you know, Bob. Okay, well, where did Bob come from? Well, Bob was a referral from, you know, Janet. Well, where did Janet come from? Oh, you know what? Janet was a FISBO that I called. You guys get it? This is how you build your business. Don't be seduced by the other stuff because all they're trying to do is play into your natural propensity to be lazy, to be weak, to not want to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. How about that for truth? How does that fit? Does that feel comfortable? It does, doesn't it? Doesn't it feel natural? Because it's the truth and you know it. Look, guys, we went a little long. I went a little long. If you need us for anything, it's Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. We gave you guys a lot of information today. We're designed to help you keep your head screwed on straight. Many of you are just now entering into what's going to be your busiest time of year. I beg you to not waste it on buying buyer leads and piss away another year not doing the real work in this business and being of service to other people. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.